You are listening to ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. In cooperation with the American Medical Association Foundation and in association with the Pfizer Medical Humanities Initiative, ReachMD is proud to bring you the following interview with Dr. G. Scott Morris, recipient of the Pride in the Profession Award from the 2008 AMA Foundation Excellence in Medicine Awards, held March 31st in Washington, D.C. Your host for the interview is Dr. Michael Greenberg. Dr. Morris, you're being honored today. You're being awarded the 2008 Pride in the Profession Award for your work in the Memphis community at the Church Health Center, which we understand is the largest privately funded nonprofit faith-based clinic in the country. Thank you for speaking with us at ReachMD today. My pleasure. I'm glad to be here. And we're glad to have you here. Dr. Morris, you're both a family practitioner and a minister. Our listeners would like to know, how do the two relate to one another? Did you always know you wanted to follow both medicine and ministry, and was the inspiration for one born from the other? Yes, I've always known that I wanted to both be a pastor and a physician. I primarily think of myself as a pastor, although I spend most of my time playing doctor. There's no question the two are connected. Caring for our bodies as well as our spirits are really important for both professions, both in the church and in medicine. It's very important for us to be able to recognize that people are a whole person, that what affects our body affects our spirit and vice versa. Yet in our world today, we've somehow or another come to split people into a body and a spirit. And that is fundamentally not right. Whether you're Christian or Jew or Muslim, Hindu, we all know that our bodies are directly affected by what happens to us spiritually. And that happens both in the pew as well as in the doctor's office. I really like the fact that you said you were playing doctor. I say that to my patients all the time. So, Dr. Morris, was there a moment in your childhood when you knew that you wanted to be both a physician and a minister? Did you have some type of nudge from somewhere deep inside of you that brought you to this dual direction? Tell us a little bit about your upbringing and how it has inspired you and helped you toward this dual goal. Well, I grew up in Atlanta, and I was always interested in the church, but the thought of preaching 52 sermons a year sent shivers down my spine, and it still does. But I remember being 9 or 10 years old, and the pastor patting me on the head and saying, this boy's going to make a fine preacher one of these days. Well, I knew I didn't want to be a preacher, but I read the Bible. I saw the stuff in there about healing the sick. I looked around to see what my church did and realized there wasn't much to it. We would pray for people on Sunday morning. The pastor was expected to visit people in the hospital. A few people visited the shut-ins, and that defined our healing ministry. It seemed to me that there ought to be more to it than that. And as I went on to college and then to divinity school, I came to realize that the way it is now is not the way it's always been. Historically in this country, the church was always the place that people turned to for health care. Prior to the Civil War, if you were sick, the most likely person anybody would have seen for health care was a pastor. Pastors provided virtually all the health care in this country. And when I finally came to realize that as a Methodist, which I am, and John Wesley, the founder of the Methodist Church, really practiced medicine from the day he was 19 until he died. And he really became my role model to both find a way to combine medicine and ministry. Dr. Morris, you've created something in the Church Health Center that's unique in today's healthcare environment. What inspired you to make it so special? 
Well, I was at the chaplain's office at the Yale Medical School one day, and I looked on his desk, and he had a little pamphlet there that said, how to start a church-based health clinic. And I said, that's it. That's what I want to do. It was written by a Lutheran pastor named Granger Westbrook, and this was back in the 70s. But I ended up reading his pamphlet, got to know Granger Westberg, and was inspired by him, and then found out that there were others around the country that were also inspired by what Granger did in the 60s and 70s, and went out and learned how they had done things, merged it with a few original ideas, and ended up coming to Memphis because I wanted to stay in the South, but I didn't want to go back to Atlanta. And what really drew me to Memphis is that at the time, we were historically the poorest major city in America. Uh, That really is the reason I went to Memphis. So I went there literally not knowing a soul with about $29 in my pocket, uh, totally selling out of an empty cart, knocking on doors, telling people about an idea of how in Memphis in today's world we could reclaim the church's biblical and historical commitment to care for our bodies as well as our spirits and to care for the poor who are sick. That's how the Church Health Center got started. That was back in 1986. Dr. Morris, you've talked about how your spiritual background influenced you. I'd like to know how you integrated who you are during your medical education. Can you talk about the conflicts that physicians face in having to treat both body and soul when, in our education, we're told that those are mutually exclusive? Well, I have to say that medical school was not the best experience when it came to trying to integrate the spiritual dimension in life. Unfortunately, the way medicine works in America, our allopathic approach, is that The doctor takes your history, listens to your complaints, and then forms an opinion about what he or she thinks is the problem, and then you direct your physical exam toward whatever you believe the problem to be. So you feel somebody's liver, you listen to their heart, and then your tests are designed to confirm what you already believe is the problem. Well, I mean, the last time I checked, there's no way to MRI somebody's spirit. So therefore, within the practice of medicine in America, you almost have to practice outside the bounds of the way we're taught in order to take seriously the spiritual dimension in people's lives. Well, we all intuitively know there's something wrong with that, that what affects my spirit affects my body and vice versa. I wish I had a nickel for every patient I've seen over the last 20 years who came to me with a complaint like, my back hurts. And literally within 30 seconds, they're in tears, not because their back hurts so much. They have a problem. It's a broken heart. And I can't fix somebody's life problems in a 15-minute office visit. And I've come to believe that poverty in and of itself is a spiritual disease. And spiritual diseases require spiritual solutions. So I, I do think in the last 20 years, medical schools have gotten much better about trying to look at this issue and and try to engage students in a way that takes seriously the spiritual dimension in life. But when I was going through medical school, I didn't get very much support in that world. Dr. Morris, do you think that things are changing in the medical community with regard to the recognition of the whole person, body, mind, and spirit? And if so, what's making it change? I really think that that change is almost being driven by students. What I experience at the University of Tennessee, which we do have some affiliation with, but we do have other students who come to the Church Health Center. We have 20 kids who work for us every year who finish college, want to go to medical school. They work at the Church Health Center for a year. 
but they very much recognized that spiritual component in life. And going to medical school, they want to learn how do they care for it. And so the faculty are having to be engaged in this in a way that in the past they might have been able to get by saying we're not going to focus on that. So I, I really do think the future is bright for being able to integrate faith and health. Dr. Morris, following on your last answer, can you give some advice to medical students how to ensure that their own spirituality survives medical training? In other words, how are students supposed to keep their hearts open and still learn how to use their stethoscopes? Well, I do think students need to be aware of their own spiritual dimension. The medical schools can beat that out of you in some ways, that it, it focuses so much on the academic that it doesn't nurture your own spiritual growth very well. That, that's a real flaw in the way we train young doctors. But I think the other issue that I try to instill in every person who comes through the Church Health Center is not to become a convert to the religion of medicine. And it, it is a religion in and of itself. And it will make you bow to the priests that are, are really in some ways antithetical to the beliefs that Christians, Jews, and, and Muslims have. It is a, a difficult thing to keep your faith and go through medical school these days. So I, I don't want to sound overly cynical about that, but I do think it's a challenge. Remember my, the, myself, the time when I was doing CPR on somebody at Grady Hospital in Atlanta when I was a third-year medical student, and people talked about where we were going for pizza afterwards, and I was thinking myself where I wanted to go for pizza. You know, at that point, I was not connected with the fact that there was a, pers- a human being that I was actually doing compressions on their chest and their life was in my hand, and I was thinking about pizza. And there's something fundamentally wrong with our system that we ever get people to the point where life doesn't matter any more than that. Dr. Morris, it's so obvious that your peers respect you greatly. Your work at the Church Health Center has earned you the 2008 Pride in the Profession Award. In addition, you've received many other national awards. Can you tell us how you feel about this and what these awards mean to you? Well, I'm obviously very grateful to be recognized by my peers for the work of the Church Health Center. To me personally, it's just a reflection of that many, many people have brought the Church Health Center into existence and continue our work, our mission. I'm the spokesperson for it. It's just water off a duck's back, any type of personal award that comes to me, because I know that you know, I didn't make this happen. It's because of literally thousands of people who stood up in Memphis and said, we care for our neighbors. I mean, who we take care of are literally the people who work to make our lives comfortable. They shine your shoes, they cook your food, they'll one day dig your grave. The only thing I have done is create an organization that allows people to give of their themselves, give of their time, give of their resources in order to say, if somebody is willing to clean out my latrine and they get sick, we're going to put them in the front of the line. That's what the Church Health Center does every day. You know, we now have over 50,000 people that we take care of, but I personally think until we've done it for 30 years, all we have is a good start. You know, right now we're in our 21st year, so maybe in another nine years I'll be willing to say, I think we've done something really good, but we're not there yet. Dr. Morris, we want to thank you for speaking with us today. And Can you let us know how we can find out more about your work? 
Well, my pleasure. I, I do hope that if anybody is interested in these other issues we've talked about, the Church Health Center is in the process of creating an online magazine around the issues of faith and health, which will be up and running by this summer. It will be called hopeandhealing.org. It's going to have both a Reader's Digested version of issues of articles around faith and health, but we'll also have a social networking component to it, like MySpace or any of the other social networking websites. So if you're interested in learning more about this, come learn more about the Church Health Center. We have been honored today to speak with Dr. G. Scott Morris, who's been awarded the 2008 Pride in the Profession Award for his work in the Memphis community at the Church Health Center. You have been listening to a special interview from the 2008 AMA Foundation Excellence in Medicine Awards on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. To listen to or download this program, please visit ReachMD.com and register with the promotion code AMAF.